Welcome to the My Creative Days podcast, where we will talk about all things DIY, home decor, decorating tips, and creating a beautiful home on a budget. I am hoping our time together will spark a creative idea, help you plan your next DIY, or inspire you to finally tackle that project you keep putting off. Grab your favorite cup of motivation and let's chat. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Um, Today, I'm going to talk a little bit about something. If you are somebody that creates content online, no matter what that is, it's not like you have to have a website, a YouTube channel, a Pinterest account, uh, like all the social medias, whatever it is. It could just be one thing. Maybe you post, um, you know, content just on Instagram. Um, But I want to talk about staying in your own lane today and the importance of authentic content creation. So um, this is so important and I see it over and over and over again. And it's it's something hard to do. It's something that I had to learn the hard way. It's something that um, I, I didn't know about when I was, I guess I knew about it, but it was something that I got caught up in quickly and it can happen really quickly. So uh, being authentic and avoiding the temptation to copy others is so important when you are creating content, no matter where you are creating content online. Um, When you are authentic, right, that is your superpower. That is your, you know, people are following you for some reason. If it's, no matter what it is, maybe it's a podcast you are doing, whatever the reason is people, your audience are following you for whatever it is that caught their eye. And it's the authentic part of you that is going to make your content creation uh, successful. It's what sets you apart in such a crowded digital uh, space. And I I hear people that will say, you know, I want to start you know, doing Instagram, I want to start sharing my DIY projects or my furniture flipping or whatever. And, but there's so many people doing it. I'm here to tell you there are a lot of people doing it, but nobody is doing it exactly like you do. And if you are somebody that's just starting out or you're just in the beginning stages, I'm going to tell you this, stop consuming other people's content in your own niche. So let's just say that you are sharing DIY projects or furniture flipping. Follow somebody or look at how somebody who does the beauty space or like, uh, you know, like uh, outfits of the day or makeup or a business coach or something like that. Follow somebody that is not directly in your niche, but who is killing their their content creation, if that makes sense. Like they have a lot of followers, uh, they get a lot of engagement, whatever it is. Follow those people to get, to help you maybe get ideas, just so you are not trying to to create the same content that the people in your niche are already doing. On the other side of that, I'm going to say, I have seen a lot of people who have started They've started like a DIY or a home decor account, and then all of a sudden they're now sharing the clothes they wear, or they now are sharing uh, <laughs> the makeup they use, or and it's just you can kind of see right through it, right? So, and here's here's another thing that I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of teach you, and when you are st- first starting out on any social media platform creating content for anything, you definitely want to stay in your niche, the same content kind of content. 
uh, you don't want to, you know, sway back and forth between things because people are going to get confused and they're going to say, oh, I really loved her dresser makeover and the way she teaches me how to paint a piece of furniture. But now for the last month, she's been showing me the jeans she buys. And I just, I really liked that, you know, the dresser and that kind of stuff, but I'm not loving the jeans. And so I'm not going to follow her. I'm not going to engage on her, her account. So here's the thing. You definitely want to find a niche that you can talk about for days and days and days and never get sick of, right? You can, you know, you could, you could do this thing for eight hours a day and not even know you've spent eight hours a day. That's the niche you want to start in. Then from there, as you start growing your following, you can definitely branch off and, you know, maybe in your stories or um, in a different way, you share the day in the life of behind the scenes, my favorite pair of jeans or whatever. But you, you need to focus on setting up that foundation, that base first, right? So it's if you're authentic and you stay in your lane, people get that, they start trusting you. They build that no like, and trust factor. And then it gets to the point where it's like, well, who's the person behind this? Like, who's the person that's posting this or telling this story or painting that dresser or whatever it is? Who is that person? And so they will start to want to get to know you. And that is all part of the process. But in the beginning, when you're sharing 17 different things, they're like, wait a minute, what am I following her for? What 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 is she sharing? What is her account about? You don't want that confusion up front. You want people to know exactly what they're following you for. When they find your account, they see a reel, they see a YouTube video, they come to your website, they know exactly what they're going to get. And then as you build that audience, you build that know, like, and trust factor, they are going to want to know who the person is behind the scenes, right? So then you can start diving into some of those other things. People are looking to, there's so much, um, this is another thing that I hear a lot of people say, I don't want to show them when I mess up or I don't, I, I recorded that, that reel and I, you know, whatever it is, I got, I spilled paint all over or whatever. People want to see that. We are kind of getting to the point where we, where we are not wanting to see just the highlight reels, right? If you follow, you know, certain people online, you may like how real they are. Maybe it's the way they talk. Maybe it's the way they show you, you know, that they spilled the paint or just behind the scenes that makes them look more real and not everything is polished. Everything is produced, right? Everything is, do you know what I mean? So showing some of that, you know, the things that don't go so perfectly, you are authentic. You are staying within your niche. It's whatever it is that you're sharing and something didn't go right. Share those things too. People want to see an authentic creator creating. It's the, it's the, if you think about it, it's the accounts like that you are drawn to. It's the accounts that I'm drawn to. When I see, you know, maybe it's something I'm learning, but then I also love going to watch her when she jokes about something that went wrong or that, you know, when she, you know, you, you spilled the paint, that happens to all of us. And she, you know, shared it. And it's just, it, it just makes you, you know, know, like, and trust that person a little bit more. They're just, they're just more real. They're just sharing every part of it instead of the highlight reels. It's just like when, you know, your friends that you follow or you have on Facebook, right? How many of us have those friends that just share the highlight reel, I mean, the only time they post on their personal personal Facebook page is when they're going on a vacation 
when their kids win a championship, when their kids, you know, do the best. It's not, you know, our kid went to the, you know, baseball tournament and we got last place. You never see anybody post that. But you know what? It'd be good to see that kind of stuff too, where instead of just saying, oh, they're posting again. So it must have been a vacation, a new car, a new, you know, the kids won the championship, the kid, uh, whatever, whatever it is, right? It's the same kind of thing when you are creating content uh, on your accounts for your business. It's the same kind of thing. When you stay within your niche and you stay in your own lane, it's where you can provide the most value and the most expertise, right? So you're going to start creating content about, I'm just going to use myself, DIY, home decorating, furniture flipping, like all of that's within one little niche. And those are the things that I know and I love and I could talk about for 10 hours and not even know I've spent 10 hours. If I'm trying to cover too many topics because I'm saying, oh, well, this person over here is kind of posting some... Um, recipes and they're they're posting their makeup and how they do that and it's working really well for them. It's working really well for their page. So tomorrow I'm going to share what I'm making for dinner and I'm going to share you know how I apply my makeup because it's working for this person over here. But remember, we have to keep our blinders on. They have a different niche, they have a different audience. That's why it's working. You are in your own lane and you need to stay dedicated to what that niche is and what you are sharing. Trying to cover too many topics will dilute your content and confuse your audience. It's just you need to focus at what on what you excel at. So true to your unique voice, um, so this is kind of just along the same lines. Your voice is what made people follow you in the first place. I kind of touched on that way in the beginning. It's your style, it's your tone, it's your perspective. So when people say, well, there's so many other accounts out there that do this. Yep, but they don't do it in your style. They don't do it in your tone. They don't have your perspective. They don't even have your life background, right? So we all come from different things and the way we approach something is going to look different. Uh, you know, you can start an account about furniture flipping and there may be a million other furniture flippers out there. You're going to do something totally different. Inside my Furniture Flipping Academy, I have videos that show you how to, how to videos, how to do this, how to do that, how to do, you know, how to stain, how to paint, how to, how to, you know, um, prep your furniture. I, we have many videos inside the Furniture Flipping Academy and some of them are from different people that I had on as, you know, highlight or spotlight guests. And the way that they do, let's just say, the way that they prep their furniture is totally different than what I do. And I really, I learned something. I learned a new tip, a new trick, a new techni technique. I've been flipping furniture for more than 20 years. And in every single one of those furniture flipping videos, I learned something new. It's crazy. And I tell everybody inside the academy, literally watch these because I have learned a little trick or a little technique that's going to save me time, money, effort, whatever it is, because I didn't do it that way. But we're, we're all furniture flippers in all of those videos, right? And we've all got a lot of experience, the people that are sharing those videos. But the way we do it, the way we teach it is going to be different. And so that you need to hone in on that and keep your blinders on and stay in your lane. It doesn't matter what Susie's doing and how she preps her furniture or how she stages her furniture. You need to stay in your lane and do it your way. Don't compromise your voice to mimic someone else's success. 
your audience wants to hear from you. They, they don't want to hear a copycat version of someone else. And I can tell you, I guarantee it, when you start doing that, your audience will notice it. They're going to get confused. You may start getting some questions like, I don't get this or wait a minute, what? <laughs> you may get a DM that says, when are you going back to your whatever, you know, whatever it is. But like I said, after you have kind of built that audience and you've, you've done it for a while, then you can start start incorporating some different things because they know, like, and trust you, right? You've already built that with that niche, staying in your lane, doing what they love. And then we all have tons of um, interests and things, right? So sharing some of those other things, sharing some of those behind the scenes, sharing your favorite recipe or your favorite, like one of mine is the kitchen towels that I love, you know, those kinds of things, that's still going to be okay with your audience. But when you're first starting out or just in the beginning, you don't want to do too much of that. Embrace your quirks, embrace your opinions, embrace your individuality. It's what makes you relatable and memorable, right? The quirks and the, you know, I, I like to share those because I, one of my things that I've always said is that I really want to be real. I don't want to just share the highlight reel. Nothing is ever perfect. I have had to work with that for all of my life. Perfectionism is something that uh, I really have to work at. And so nothing's perfect, right? And so sharing some of that not so perfect, it's, it's what people resonate with. It's what people relate to. So share those things, but make sure you stay in your own lane. The biggest thing when you are creating content is consistency. Consistency is the number one thing when people ask me, how did I grow my accounts? It's the number one thing that I tell everybody to do. You have to stay consistent. And that's why, and it's hard. It's hard to stay consistent. So inside my Furniture Flipping Academy, we have done all of the content creating for you. You get it all done for the full year. And I tell people, when you are starting to think about consistency and what that looks like for you, you need to really sit down and figure out what what you can do, what you can do without losing your marbles. (laughs) And in the beginning, you just want to stay consistent. So start slower. So for, you know, in the beginning, it might be, I can post two days a week on my, let's just say Instagram page. Every Tuesday and Thursday, I can devote to post every Tuesday and Thursday. Your audience is going to start to know that. They're going to learn that. They're going to know to come to you on those days. Uh, You do not have to post every day. You do not have to post every hour. You just have to stay consistent with whatever that's going to look like for you. So do not think if somebody else is posting every day that you have to, because that's not going to be your journey in the beginning, right? So your journey is going to be whatever you can stick with to be successful. Again, stay in your lane, keep your blinders on. Your consistency is going to look different than the others. Consistency does not mean copying others. It means delivering content regularly and reliably. That's the thing, right? Reliably. If I post on a Monday and then I don't post for 3 weeks, I'm going to lose followers. I'm going to lose I'm going to lose that momentum. Stay consistent, start out smaller. If you start out Tuesday and Thursday and then you decide 
you know what, I think I can throw in a Wednesday here, then start doing that. But don't overwhelm yourself because it's it's going to backfire. Just don't do that. Um, when you are consistent, your audience know your audience knows what to expect from you. It builds that trust and keeps them coming back. So it's what I how I like to explain it is your favorite store. It's a thrift store. It's a Home Goods. I don't care what store it is. You know that you can rely. It's a restaurant. Whatever it is, you know you can rely on them being open. I'm just making this up. Monday through Friday, eight to five. You know that you can get to that place eight to five Monday through Friday. Now, if you roll up on a Tuesday at 9.30 a.m. ready to shop or ready to eat and they're closed, you're going to start to not trust them. Something's a little off. I can't really rely on them. So you know what? I'm going to find another place that is reliable, that is consistent. It's the same kind of thing. Your content will evolve and grow. And like I said, your consistency will grow as you get better at it and as it gets easier to you. But it should always reflect your authentic self and what your audience loves about you. Here's the thing. When you get comments, it's comments, it's DMs, it's messages on your blog, it's uh, you know a comment on your YouTube channel, wherever it is that you're creating content. When somebody gives you a compliment, screenshot it, save it, put it, print it out, put it in a folder in your desk, keep a folder on your computer, whatever it is. And if you're like, okay, is this what I, what people want? If you start questioning it, pull those out. Uh, they, they will tell you what they like. They will tell you what they love. And if you are, you know, wavering on that or like confused, (laughs) pull those out and see what they want to see more, more in, in, uh, from you. And, and those are just good to keep anyway, because you will also, when you are creating content, you will get those haters, you will get the trolls, you will get the robots and the people on there that don't even have a real account that are going to say stuff to you that those don't even matter. If those have never mattered to me at all, it's the, the positive ones that outweigh those, those comments. And they're usually not even from like real people or, so definitely just trash those, but d- keep the other ones. Uh, they're good to kind of pull out in, and see what people are saying and what they love about you. So you want to inspire your audience. You don't want to imitate. So basically, when you are creating content, you want to say, okay, is this does this align? Is this what my audience wants to see? Here's the thing. I have before, I, I always have this little gut feeling or this little intuition inside of me that I've learned I need to listen to. If I start creating content or I start wanting to share something or I'm trying to put something together just to meet a deadline really quick, if it's not sitting well with me and it's like, ooh, I just got this feeling. I just got this I, I, I don't post it. I don't share it. I don't post it because I know I'm on that line. I'm on that line that mm, maybe I shouldn't do that, right? If you have that feeling, don't post it. it there's something telling you this is not in a line with, this is not aligned with what my lane is. And I saw Susie doing that a couple weeks ago. And that's why this idea is coming to me. And Susie is in a totally different niche. It's working for Susie. It's not going to work for my for my audience. Like I said in the beginning, learn from successful creators. Analyze what works for them, but adapt it to fit your unique style, your perspective, and your your niche. Especially 
if you can remove the niche and like really look at somebody that's not in your niche at all, I think it's a little bit more helpful to analyze it and just see, okay, she did it this way or this real the way she shared this, it really worked well. So I could really, you know, you can customize it to your stuff, your content. Sometimes when we are analyzing and looking at um, successful creators in our own niche, we start to imitate and copy and it's going to come right through the screen. Your your audience is going to see right through it. So, and chances are, if somebody is following you in that niche and you're, you're there's somebody even more successful or more has more followers or is more well-known, they're probably following them too and they're gonna make the connection. Does that make sense? So just try not to do that. The last thing I'm gonna say here is you're going to evolve with purpose, right? So as I kind of said, you definitely in the beginning, you want to stay in your lane. You want to keep producing the content that they want to see at the consistency that is right for you. But then over time, you can start evolving and you may start sharing some other things. But you definitely want to keep that purposeful and you want to make it natural for your style and the interest to kind of evolve. As you narrow down your niche, you know, you may, like I said, you may start showing some behind the scenes. So let's say you are a DIY niche, but um, in your stories, you're going to share that it's cleaning day, let's just say in your house, right? Like, dread it or love cleaning. I happen to love cleaning. So, um, you know, whatever it is, say you can maybe put on a story showing what you use to clean and then, you know, ask a question. Do you like cleaning days or do you like to clean or not to clean? Whatever to get that engagement. And then somebody may reach out to you and say, or a few people may say, what is it that you're using? Or what do you use to clean your shower tile? What do you use to, you know, that is safe to use around kids and pets and whatever? Like you will kind of see how it will evolve and it will evolve with a purpose, but don't just start throwing things at your audience that you are coming up with and that you've seen other people do. Does that make sense? So you will have your audience start asking for things, right? And especially if you are creating content across multiple channels, right? So I have my website, my podcasts, my YouTube channel, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Pinterest. We have a newsletter. I have the Furniture Flipping Academy, right? So I am creating content across all of these places and I will get things. I'm not going to get into this today, but your audiences are usually different across the board or I'm sorry, on the different channels. And it's usually in the way you deliver content to them, if that makes sense. So, but you're still within your same niche, right? Uh, you're just repurposing content to different places or you're, you know, you're creating a video for YouTube about this dresser makeover, but then you're writing about it for the blog post. Does that make sense? But you're going to hear things from across the different channels, people that what they want to see, what they're asking, what they're so that does help you kind of create content and then also evolve with a purpose uh, as you are growing and, and creating content on different platforms and just creating more content. If your audience is is going to appreciate your growth if it remains rooted in your authentic self. Okay, so we have to come back to that, right? They are going to appreciate your growth if it just if it remains authentic to why they started watching you, right? And we are all going to evolve. The seasons that we are in, like in our life, is going to evolve. I used to share a lot of kids projects and things you could do with the kids. 
decorating for every holiday. Now that my kids are older, I don't share that as much, right? It's kind of evolved. It's still the same kind of DIY projects, home decor, furniture flipping. Like it's still within that niche, but you know, I've had to kind of evolve as my season in life has changed and evolved, if that makes sense. And your audience, if you stay true to yourself in the beginning, they are going to be along for the ride throughout the entire journey. So that is the goal. Here's another thing. Ensure that the changes and as you evolve, they're they're driven by your genuine interests, your passions, right? And it's not trends and external things that you are watching or that you see people doing or that is working for somebody else, okay? It's your genuine interests. And those are going to change. And those are going to, you know, you may find a kitchen towel that you really love and that you start sharing or, you know, you're going to find a product or something that makes your life easier, your projects faster, your, which I love sharing. When I can find those things or I, I find something that makes my life easier, my cleaning easier, you know, whatever it is, I love to share that with my audience because I look to the people that I follow for those same kinds of things, those hacks, those tips, those techniques, those products, whatever it is. But you just want to keep it genuine to your interests and passions. So I am never going to be somebody that's like, hey, do you want to get this fall look for makeup or whatever. <laughs> to be completely honest, I, I put makeup on, but as soon as I get home or I'm done for the day, I want to take it off. I want it off my face. I am not somebody that loves to be in makeup all the time. Uh, so you will never see me giving makeup tutorials, but yet Susie is killing it in that. <clears throat> and that works for her. So just because she has, you know, she works with a makeup line does not mean that you want to do that same thing. Does that make sense? I wish I would have known this way from the beginning when I first started my social media journey. I am somebody that never, I still don't have personal uh, social media accounts. I don't post anything personal uh, on my Facebook, on Instagram, or anything like that. And so I didn't know how to use social media at all, like even you know, just to like like things and all of that. I didn't get it at all. And then I started this business and, you know, you needed a social media presence. And and I will tell you, if you are running a business, you need a social media account. Um, that's, I know I've done podcasts on that and I teach that inside my academy and I teach you how to do it right. But this is something that if you're just starting out or you're wanting to, to be in it or start doing this kind of stuff, you definitely want to remember these things. And it's something, it's such valuable information that I wish I would have known from the get-go because I wouldn't have made all the mistakes that I did. But now hopefully my mistakes and my journey can, can help one of you do better and know better and just, you know, have more success faster Uh and along with you evolving with your content, all of the social media channels and all of the platforms evolve too. Like that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> but if you just stay authentic, people are going to, they're going to follow you and they are going to want to see every part of the journey on all of your platforms. They just can't get enough of you. So just remember that. Stay in your lane. Don't copy what other people are doing. They're doing it well. That's them. That's them. It's working for them. It's not going to work for you. I'm telling you right now, it is not going to work the same for you because it's not your real self. It's not authentic to you. It's your vo- voice, your perspective, your your vision. That is what needs to come through in your in your content to keep your audience engaged, to keep them keep them knowing, liking and trusting you uh, throughout your journey. So 
Let me know if this was helpful. Uh, I would love to hear from you where you are in your journey. Uh, Email me, lindsay at mycreativedays.com. Reach out to me on Instagram at mycreativedays. I love hearing from you. I also love hearing uh, podcasts, topics, or questions you would like me to answer. Send them to me. I will not share your name. I just, I, I, I love hearing what you want more of and what's working and what's helpful to you. So please, please, please reach out to me and let me know. But until next time, stay in your own lane, create your content, and uh, I hope this was helpful. Hello, friends. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'm grateful that you tune in every week and that you share the show with your family and friends. I love having creative chit chats with you. And my hope is that this podcast will inspire you to try a new project, start a DIY that you've been putting off, and decorate your home exactly how you want it. There are a few ways you can help us with the podcast. Follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And if you could take a few minutes to leave the podcast a review, that would help us so, so much. Again, thank you for being here. And I look forward to our chat next week. Bye-bye.